Welcome to Becoming Unstuck, a safe place to help individuals find the tools they need to live the life they truly want. I'm your host, Jordan Meyer, and welcome back for Season 2. I'm so excited to begin Season 2 and what we're going to be talking about in the beginning of this season and as we go through the episodes and, and continue to publish them. So Season 2 is going to hold a lot of the same things as Season 1 did in regards to topics of discussion, uh, opinions, or ways of navigating certain areas of life and mental health, and just how to live the life that you're trying to get to and ways of doing that. As part of season two, some of the differences that we're going to add to it is I feel like with the expansion and ever-growing influence of Instagram, social media, TikTok, and things like that, there's information that's put out there in an absolute way. It's either black or white, it's this or that. And people gain information a lot of the time, especially a younger generation, through these social media outlets, through podcasts, through TikToks, through Instagrams. And because of that, I'm seeing a lot of false information or rather just incomplete truths of information that are put out there as a way of someone trying to to do a post or to make a statement. And so part of season two that we're going to add to it is we're going to break down some of the more common and talked about diagnoses within mental health. We're going to break those down. We're going to look at situations and I'm going to give an explanation of them for listeners to be able to understand how to apply it in your life and how it shows up. And I feel like I need to do that because as someone who gives diagnoses on a regular basis and a daily basis, I see a lot of incorrect information coming in with questions of that. And if a person doesn't know where to go to get that truth or that information, so to speak, of how to even challenge that or question that diagnosis in itself, you can become really lost and twisted in that way. Now, as part of that, I also think that there's a number of influences that are going on that are taking these diagnoses or aspects and turning them in a negative direction. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about narcissism. Now, narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder is a term that is thrown around and used very commonly in today's society. Now, unfortunately, the term narcissism or narcissistic is often associated with masculinity or a way of describing a male in a situation. Uh, maybe someone feels like that they haven't had a voice in a relationship, and so now they come in and they refer to their husband or their uh, a partner as a narcissist who doesn't understand how to connect emotionally or understand what their needs are in some way. It's often associated with driven business individuals or high-achieving uh, men that they are narcissistic in tendencies, that their narcissism is what got them to the top because they don't care about anybody else other than themselves. So in today's episode, we're breaking down some of the truths and some of the lies and falsehoods about what narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder actually is and what it is not. So to begin, the DSM-5, which is the Bible, so to speak, of diagnostic criteria. Now, there are differences of opinion on who put it together and where we're at in the process. I currently have the DSM-5 in front of me, and I know that there's a new one released, uh, the DSM-5TR, which is just an abridgment or new sentences or things changed that they added to the DSM um, in order to update it in some way to, to keep that going. So if we were to look at the DSM and the average person were to look in the DSM-5, you would find multiple diagnoses that you think that you belong to. 
or that you think describe you in some way. And that's one of the hard things about diagnosing is that the average person could feel like they're diagnosed with 10 different things just by reading the book. So when we hear these things on social media of like a characteristic of narcissistic personality disorder is a a grandiose sense of self-importance, exaggerated uh, achievements or talents or being recognized. Well, that's also your, your average teenager or a person in a social group who wants to be accepted. So maybe they exaggerate a story that happened to them a little bit to feel like they're, they're putting a better foot forward in front of a group of people. So we want to be careful about taking diagnostic criteria of a mental health disorder or symptoms and applying it in a way that tends to generalize the public. Doing so is a very dangerous thing to do because what people do is they take that information and they apply it to themselves or they apply it to a spouse or someone around them and they begin to formulate their own diagnosis of this person. And so it's not uncommon that I would hear someone come in and say, oh yeah, I have ADHD. Oh yeah, I have bipolar. I say, oh, interesting. Where, where did you get that? Who, who diagnosed you with that? And they say, well, no one. It's just my own assumption of what I have because of what I read. And, and, and when I hear these, it, it, it scares me because that is a very dangerous thing to do is to self-diagnose or diagnose someone else without actually having the education or background to do so, right? So narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder. I'm going to go through and read a few of these criteria, and then we're going to talk about it a little bit. In So narcissistic personality disorder or narcissism, as it's so-called, right? The grandiose sense of self-importance, preoccupied with fantasies on unlimited success, power, brilliance, believes that he or she is special or unique and can only be understood by or associate with other special or high-status people, has a sense of entitlement, unreasonable expectations, is interpersonally exploitive, takes advantage of others to achieve his or her own ends. Lack of empathy, often envious of others and believes that others are envious of them, shows arrogance or haughty behavior. Now, as part of the description of it, also, if we go through some of these criteria, right? Individuals with narcissistic personality disorder believe that they are superior, special, or unique and expect others to recognize them as such. They may feel that they can only be understood or should only associate with other people who are special or high of status and may attribute unique, perfect, and gifted qualities to those with whom they associate with. Now, as I read these symptoms, I want you to think about how many people came to mind for you as as I'm reading these. Even a few of these. Now, diagnostically, you have to meet a number of these in order to qualify for a diagnosis, so to speak. But as I read these symptoms, I think about just how many of them are often misunderstood in individuals, right? If I have a person who is driven and ambitious and is trying to reach for the top and is doing everything they can to get there, would we call them narcissistic or would they call them driven and motivated? And I think the question comes back to is, how do we see them in society or what gender they may be, so to speak, right? There are reasons that we look at people and give these characteristics. Now, I also want to outline that 
lack of empathy in a narcissistic way is very different than a lack of empathy for somebody who has never been taught how to feel or emotionally connect to their emotions. So as I read these symptoms and you think about it in a lens of narcissistic personality disorder or narcissism and you go, oh, yep, oh, yep, yeah, that person has it. Oh, that reminds me of my spouse or uncle so-and-so or this person. That's, that's them in every way. Except if I read it in a different way. Now, I want you to instead as a narcissism lens of looking at this, okay, has a grandiose self-importance or they have a low self-esteem and they want to feel like they fit into a group. So they make up lies and inflate themselves to feel like they're better in some way. Believes that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by associate people of equal or higher status. Well, that sounds like every teenager I know at this moment. Has a sense of entitlement. Also every teenager that I know. Requires excessive admiration. Yeah, don't we all? Doesn't anybody want to be validated to an excessive right? We all see for external validation in some way. Lacks empathy. Now that we talked about, what if you don't know how to connect to emotions? What if you've never been taught your entire life? You've only been taught to shove them down, push them away, and to not feel them. So maybe you don't know how to be empathetic. Maybe you don't know what that looks like or how to connect to it in some way. Shows arrogant or haughty behavior. Yeah, all of us do at some point, right? Now, as I read these symptoms and characteristics, I want to pinpoint and separate the differences between what narcissism actually is and what it is not, okay? And that's where the danger can come in is because what I see now more than anything is individuals taking narcissism and matching it with toxic masculinity. Narcissism is not toxic masculinity. First of all, I don't know what toxic masculinity is, right? That's kind of the push in society nowadays is that, oh, that's, that's toxic masculinity at work. Um, no. I, I, narcissism and masculinity are not one encompassing idea. They are not two in the same. Someone who is masculine or a man doesn't necessarily have narcissism. And someone who is narcissistic isn't necessarily a man. But those two have been bridged so many times together now that someone looks at a man who doesn't know how to connect emotionally, who tries to be successful in life, who wants external validation and their ego stroked every so often, and they look at them and go, oh, you're a narcissism. You have narcissistic traits and qualities, right? Which is bad. You shouldn't have those. You need to be more empathetic. You need to be less ambitious. You need to be less driven in some way and come down to a certain level. You don't need all that validation. But yet every one of those aspects is such an important part of life and who we are is our identity. Accomplishment, self-esteem, intrinsic value, where we define our roles and how we fit into life are such a necessity in everything that we do. And if we're going to call those things narcissistic traits, we're putting a label on them that makes them bad. Masculinity is not bad. Narcissism is not bad, except when used in bad ways. And I think that's some of the differences. Somebody who has narcissistic personality disorder will share some of these traits, but there are a few things that stand out as what makes it harmful to those around them. 
Yes, lack of empathy can harm other people, but one of the key indicators of narcissistic personality disorder is that the person is going to take advantage of those around them and they are aware that they are doing it. Now, there may be a certain level of awareness that's on a lower level. Maybe they don't 100% know that that's what they're doing in the moment. But in general, somebody who exhibits a lifetime of narcissistic personality disorder in adulthood is going to do things to exploit, manipulate, and purposely use people for their own gain. And they know that they're doing it. That is one of the key differences to what makes someone a true narcissist and someone who is maybe unable to look outside of themselves, right? Someone who maybe is so driven that they don't see people around them. And if I were to have a conversation with someone, they might say, well, that's exactly the same thing. You're just using the same thing in a different way. And I say, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, but it it is different. Someone who intentionally use manipulates someone for their own personal gain Are they a narcissist? Maybe. Maybe. Or just maybe. What if their need for survival is so much that they're not thinking about others around them? They're only thinking about how to survive. What if their focus or attention or driven aspect is so focused that they're willing to put in an extra effort or energy than anyone else to get to the top. I mean, I would, I would in some ways say that the individuals that we look up to in society a lot of the time who tend to be at the top of their game, Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, celebrities, things like this, where you look at and they go, they're just on a different level of success than everyone else. And I think part of that you could also look at and go, well, maybe they have a little bit of narcissism in them to get to that point. They don't care how much time they spend, who they hurt along the way. They're worried about getting to that success point, right? Say, well, now that's different because that's that's motivation. That's determination. They're not narcissistic. They're just driven. What's the difference? If you're going to call someone narcissistic because of certain attributes or or aspects or qualities that you hear on Instagram or TikTok, we need to make sure that we understand the whole picture. Because in reality, some of the people that we look up to the most in society that we want to be like, that we want to entertain, that we want to be around, we buy their clothing, we buy their products and brands and everything, they're also an aspect of narcissism for them to get to the top of where they're at as well. So I think we need to be careful about how we use certain diagnostic criteria in describing people and then putting them in a box because of that. It's really sad for me to see how many men I work with who have been labeled and judged as a narcissist because of a desire to do better for themselves or their family, whether that's working extra hours, whether that's putting in more time, or a husband who has never been taught how to connect emotionally to his spouse, has never been taught how to be in touch with his emotions or express or feel a full range of emotion, gets labeled as a narcissist because he doesn't know how to do that. He's cold, he's calculated. And so he gets labeled this, and when we label people this, we put them in the box. And when we put them in a box, it's really hard for them to get out of that box in our minds. We put them away, we categorize them in some way. And I think in some ways that's easier for us to do because it helps us have a more black and white understanding of the world in every way.
But to do so, I think we need to be careful. Now, there's a, we're going to go through an array of diagnostics through season two, and we're going to break some of these down. Narcissism, depression, ADD, ADHD, bipolar. And if you personally, you have one that you want to look at, you want to look at a little bit closer, you're not sure about, send me a message. Shoot me a message on Instagram at jordanmeyer.cmhc. Let's look at it. Let's look at it a little bit closer. Because I think in some ways we use these words in, in such a way to describe and to label people around us trying to find an answer in some reason for their behavior. And when we do this, it's dangerous. It puts people in boxes. It limits them of what they're capable of. And maybe call me an optimist. Maybe see the best in people. I think that's what I do. It's the reason I do what I do because I choose to see the best in people. I choose to see what they're capable of, not what they're lacking in. And I think if we're going to give diagnostic labels to people based on an Instagram post of these are the top five characteristics of narcissism, and I read that Instagram post and go, oh, shoot, my husband's a narcissist. I knew it this whole time. That's the reason he couldn't connect emotionally. That's the reason he can't connect empathetically. That's the reason he doesn't think about me when he goes out and gets a drink. Nah, not necessarily. Trying to find answers for things that we don't know about is what creates the danger behind it, no matter what the diagnosis is. So if you have a question, if you want to know one, reach out, let me know. As we go through season two, we're going to look at different diagnostics. We're going to break them down in some way. And we're really going to look at some of the differences between what actually is real and not real in some regard. Now, what actually is narcissism and what does it look like? Right now, does narcissism exist? Yes. Does narcissistic personality exist? Yes. Is it as prevalent as we're seeing on social media? No. Not everyone who exhibits behaviors of lacking empathy or thinking for themselves or being driven is a narcissist or has narcissism. I think in some ways, every human being and individual has narcissistic traits because we have an ego. We have pride. We have wanting validation. We have wanting our ego strokes. We have wanting to accomplishment and grow. We have an ego within us, which means that at any point throughout the day or through our life, we will be selfish. And when you are selfish, you are exhibiting a narcissistic trait. So in some ways, everybody is narcissistic. So if we're going to take those things and label other people with it, I also think that we need to look at ourselves in some way. And maybe that is you. Maybe you're hearing this right now going, oh, shoot, I'm a narcissist. And if that's the case, that's all right. Let's figure out how to work with it. And you got to know what to do with it rather than just labeling yourself a narcissist in some way. So like I said, in season two, we're going to go through, we're going to look at different diagnostics we're going to break down some of the myths of society in some way. And it's just part of this episode as well. I, I want to reiterate the fact that masculinity is not narcissism. There are traits within masculinity that will show similar characteristics and similarities to narcissistic traits. But to label all men as narcissistic or to put a successful, accomplished, 
driven male figure in a box of narcissism, I think is unfair and inappropriate. Narcissism and toxic masculinity are not the same. And I think it's important to recognize the distinction between those. Because if you're going to label all men as bad and masculinity as bad, and therefore if I'm going to pair narcissism and masculinity, I have successfully been able to solidify the fact that masculinity is bad in traits and behaviors. And I think that's what the, the, the movement of some people right now is, is to be able to do that. So thank you for listening. Today's episode, if you have any questions or follow-up, reach out, let me know, send me a message. Thank you for being here, and I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening. As always, if you'd enjoyed today's episode, please share with your friends and family and join me here next week. If you happen to live in the Utah Salt Lake area, please reach out for help if needed. You can find me on Instagram at jordanmeyer.cmhc. Follow me on Facebook. And remember, you can find this episode and future episodes on any podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and I will see y'all next week.